You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. Grammar Girl here. A couple of weeks ago, I talked about how words such as adder, apron, and umpire originally began with the letter N, which was lost when phrases such as a natter, a napron, and a nompere were rebracketed as an adder, an apron, and an umpire. I also talked about how nouns such as nickname and notch originally didn't begin with the letter N, but gained one when phrases such as an ekname and an och were rebracketed into a nickname and a notch. All these changes were possible because the indefinite article has two forms, a and an. In addition to these common nouns, I talked about how some proper nouns, such as Ned and Nell, were created when the affectionate phrases mine Ed and mine Ellen underwent a similar rebracketing. If you go back a step, though, you start to wonder why we have these alternative forms, A and An, and My and Mine, that led to the rebracketings. And why do we still say, for example, An Apple instead of A Apple? when we don't say mine apple instead of my apple, of the two forms of the indefinite article, an is the older one. According to the Oxford English Dictionary, it comes from the Old English word for one, which was pronounced something like on. However, when the word wasn't stressed, the ah vowel was shortened, so that on was pronounced more or less as un, which it still is today. Unlike today, though, and was used before words beginning with vowels and words beginning with consonants. The form A, which is what we now use before consonant sounds, came about as a phonetic simplification. Without the N right next to a consonant at the beginning of a word, pronunciation is easier. The Oxford English Dictionary says that the loss of N happened over the course of three centuries, starting in the 12th century. The change was so thorough that it even happened before words beginning with a vowel. In other words, for a while, speakers were saying a apple instead of an apple, before things settled down into the situation of standard English today. Some speakers still do use a even before vowels, but these days it's regarded as non-standard. As a side note, ever since the consonant versus vowel rule came to be standard, there's always been variation in whether to use a or an before words that begin with h, especially when that h is in front of an unstressed syllable where it's prone to disappear. You can hear more about an before words such as historic in episode 261. 
Just as a developed from the older form an, the forms my and thy developed from older forms mine and thine. Mine started losing its final n before a consonant at about the same time as an did in the 12th century. In the following century, so did thine. But for whatever reason, even though we still have the two forms a and an, the forms mine and thine as possessive pronouns have fallen by the wayside. The Oxford English Dictionary has examples of my and thy coming before words that begin with a vowel in the early 15th century, and they had finally taken over as the standard forms by the end of the 1700s. Or at least my did. Thy did somewhat, only to be replaced by your later, which we discussed in episode 369 about I taking what seems like a plural verb. There are a few exceptions in which mine is still used as a possessive pronoun, though. You'll sometimes find it in poetry or song lyrics. For example, the Battle Hymn of the Republic, written in 1861, begins with the line, Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. Notice that eyes begins with a vowel. Also, if you want to put the possessive pronoun after a noun for stylistic effect, you'll use mine. Walt Disney did this for the movie Dumbo in the song Baby Mine. But before mine and thine fell out of favor, they were enough of a team that they made some ripples in the pond for the rest of the possessive pronouns. That final N for mine and thine was enough of a recognizable pattern that a process of analogy kicked in, and people started putting a final N on the other possessives, giving us hisn, hern, ourn, yorn, and therein. According to the American Heritage Dictionary, these final N forms date back to Middle English, but exist these days only in regional forms. As far as I know, there was never an itsen form of its, but that's not surprising since its only joined the ranks of possessive pronouns at the beginning of the modern English period. Before then, speakers just used his. While forms such as ourn and yorn were created in Midland and Southern England by analogy with mine and thine, in Northern England, a different analogy was going on. The possessive pronouns her, our, your, and their were gaining an S at the end instead of an N by analogy with the possessive forms for singular nouns and proper nouns such as squigglies. This possessive pattern, plus the fact that his already ended in S, made it easy for most of the rest of the possessive pronouns to gain a form ending in S. These, of course, are our familiar and now standard words, hers, ours, yours, and theirs. Furthermore, once thee, thou, thine, and thy fell out of use, mine was the only remaining possessive pronoun ending in n. Mine, yours, his, hers, its, ours, and theirs. One of these things is not like the others. With such an obvious exception as mine, it was almost inevitable that the forces of analogy would complete the job and add an S to mine to produce mines. The Oxford English Dictionary has this form in Scottish English from the 17th century, and in Irish English and Caribbean English from the 20th century. The American Heritage Dictionary notes that mines is also often associated with African American vernacular English.
Actually, I'm curious why mines didn't become standard, along with all the other s-ending possessive pronouns. But that's language for you. It's not always logical. Even now, the system of possessive pronouns is a little unpredictable. But we'll save that for another episode. This podcast was written by Neil Whitman, who blogs about linguistics at literalminded.wordpress.com, and is a regular columnist for the online resource Visual Thesaurus. I'm Mignon Fogarty, author of Grammar Girl's Quick and Dirty Tips for Better Writing. That's all. Thanks for listening. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.